welcome to another episode of NGI's Hub & Flow podcast. I'm Letitia Gonzalez, Price & Markets Editor here at NGI. Now, it's been a while since I've hosted Hub & Flow, but that doesn't mean that there's been any shortage of news on the price and markets front for natural gas. In fact, it's been quite the opposite. I'm joining you today from Houston, where the sun is out and it's a nice 72 degrees outside. A very different picture than just a few weeks ago when literally it was colder than Antarctica here. Daytime temperatures on February 15th topped out in the low 20s and overnight lows dipped into the single digits here around Houston. That's not something that we are prepared for. It's something that very rarely ever happens. But what happened during that cold blast, we saw prolonged blackouts here across Texas. More than 4 million businesses and homes were without power, not just for 15 minutes, not even just for 30 minutes, for very long periods of time, multiple days for some people. You also had extensive power generation failures. You had wellhead freeze-offs. All of that has been very well documented. You can read all of our coverage of the week's events in our daily gas price index or online at naturalgasintel.com. But where are we now and where do we go from here, particularly when it comes to the gas market? That's going to be the focus of what I'll talk about today. After today's episode, I encourage you to rate this podcast, subscribe to Hub & Flow if you haven't already, and then please go spread the word about us. So let's start with supply. Lower 48 production plunged to around 70 BCF per day during that historic winter freeze. However, this is what has caught everyone by surprise is just how quickly it's recovered in the days since that winter storm exited the U.S. We climbed back to around 90 BCF per day during the first week of March, and we're still sitting more or less around that level today. Meanwhile, storage inventories, those had been really stubbornly hanging on to the surplus to the five-year average through this entire winter season. However, once that cold front hit the U.S., we finally flipped to a deficit once that storm exited the country. The EIA reported a 338 BCF withdrawal for, for that week. That was the second largest draw on record. However, since then, the weather has done a complete 180. Even later on that weekend, here in Houston, the high got into the 70s, the sun was out, and so it was truly just night and day as far as the weather and, and what those temperatures were feeling like just in that multi-day span. Right now, we're just not seeing a whole lot of need for widespread heating, not just here in Texas, but you know across the U.S. It's, it's pretty moderate. And of course, it's far too early for there to be any meaningful air conditioning demand as well. And so in truly jaw-dropping fashion, the latest EIA storage report reflected that flip in the weather and last week showed a shockingly low 98 BCF draw for the final week of February. Now, what that latest EIA report showed us was that it wasn't just residential customers not needing gas. 
Big industrials are reported to have been facing a much slower recovery after the cold. Certainly, refineries along the Gulf Coast are facing a steep climb after refinery runs decreased by 28% during the week. Now, the EIA has said that that was actually the steepest weekly decline since the damage imposed by Hurricane Harvey in September of 2017. Still, that low ball withdrawal really stunned the gas market. In fact, a lot of analysts just really didn't believe the number, and they're looking for the EIA to kind of make some sort of adjustment in the following EIA report. However, the EIA has indicated that its data showed gas demand was lower across every sector, residential, commercial, industrial, and power. They also showed higher production during the reference period. So all of this combined to point to that really, really low draw. I'm not sure that everyone is convinced, but regardless, it's really going to make the next couple of EIA reports even more closely scrutinized. So where do we go from here? Where does the gas market go from here? All signs do point to some positive momentum for gas. However, We may have to go through another rough patch when it comes to prices, at least, before we see any sustained strength in the market. As for demand, as I mentioned, we're right on the cusp of a several-week period in which temperatures are not going to be hot or cold enough to really spark any truly intimidating demand. In fact, if you're looking at the latest weather models There's only a very brief period around the middle of March where we could see some above average heating demand, but both before and after that period, it's generally expected to be very mild across the United States. However, we should see refineries starting to ramp back up to those pre-storm levels soon. Also, liquefied natural gas exports are expected to remain strong. They also made a very quick recovery after that February cold blast. Feed gas volumes moved back above 11 BCF per day in the first week of March. And although the third train at the Corpus Christi LNG terminal is still going through the commissioning process, and we could see some temporary dips here and there, Generally speaking, LNG demand is expected to remain strong through the spring and summer. We're going to need to see those U.S. cargoes needed to help Europe refill their own storage inventories. Now, here in the U.S., analysts are expecting inventories to end the withdrawal season at the end of March at around 1.6 TCF, give or take a couple hundred BCF. We do already have injections taking place here in Texas. And of course, with the mostly mild outlook for this month, other regions should begin to follow suit as we head further into April. Now, beyond that, we are starting to see some very early indications of what may be in store on the weather front for this summer. And not completely surprisingly, it looks like we may be due for another hot one. A preliminary summer outlook from WeatherBell Analytics indicates that above normal temperatures are expected for most of North America with near record heat, their official expectation. And obviously, it's still very early, but WeatherBell expects Texas, of course, to be the focal point of that heat. Um, We do 
things big here in Texas, and that includes temperatures, apparently. As for prices, analysts generally see Henry Hub prices averaging around $3 per MMBTU this year, though there have been some estimates that have called for prices to reach as high as $4 by the end of the year. Of course, that was before the EIA's really low ball 98 BCF draw. So there's undoubtedly lots that can happen to change the trajectory of prices this year. What you can be sure of, however, is that NGI will be there to keep you informed. You can find us at naturalgasintel.com, and we encourage you to subscribe to our daily gas price index. At NGI, we believe that transparent markets empower businesses, economies, and communities. This podcast is a part of our efforts. I thank you for listening today. This is Letitia Gonzalez for NGI. I wish you good health, and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. 